Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Happy motherfucking Friday! Happy Friday! Today is going to be a great day. Hope uh, whatever you've got going on this weekend, it is fun. Off the top of my head, I can think of a few things that are going on. Number one, probably doing a little back-to-school shopping if you've got kids. Yeah, sure. Oh, sure, yeah. (laughs) It sucks. It's the worst shopping you can do. Back-to-school shopping sucks. Nothing for you, everything for other people. It's overinflated in cost, and there's all kinds of other people that are pissy because they got to do the same thing. I find it like... Not so bad, only because, and you're right about the the cost of it, that that part sucks for sure. But I feel like I'm just going online this year. I'm not going physically into the stores. The only thing I question is the backpacks, but I've kind of narrowed it down anyway. Aside from that, I'm just going to do it all online. I don't need to be out there with the regular people. (laughs) The regular people. Uh, physically no I usually do I usually do the physical shopping uh in store for stuff like that but I don't know I don't know I just don't that's not a fun thing to shop for you're absolutely right it's not for it's not for you as a parent it's for them Toronto this weekend taste of the Danforth is back after a three-year absence if you've been waiting a long time for a good street meat euro this is the weekend to get it that's nice. When you do, you've done Taste of the Danforth before. I love it. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you go, do you essentially get to sample a bunch of things? Like, how does that work? Do you get tokens to sample or do you have to buy full blown meals or re- or whatever, take out things at every location? Like, how does that work? Yeah, it's pretty much every location. It's changed a lot and it used to be a lot of sampling and stuff like that. Now it's very much like a, like a craft beer festival or a rib fest. You just go around, pick out what you want, and order it and stand the road and eat it. Line up and eat. Okay, cool. And they shut it down, so that's great, fine. Pedestrian-friendly, love it. Boots and Hearts is on this weekend. It's a country music festival that's doing a rock night tonight with Nickelback. My son asked me for tickets to that, and it's strange because I can normally get tickets to anything, usually, but I could not get tickets to Boots and Hearts. Nickelback is that big a draw, Kat. Yeah, why are you saying it's so surprised, Scott? Nickelback's a great band. I would love to see Nickelback live. I never have. Well, <clears throat> some people still laugh when you say Nickelback's doing a concert. Other people get right pumped up. I would go. Like I would go. Maybe not Boots and Hearts because Boots and Hearts seems like a very crowded event. But if Nickelback was playing a show, I would definitely go. Okay, so for this one, I had to convince my son because he wanted to go, and I couldn't get tickets. No, you actually don't want to go, my friend. You don't want to see it. I was on the phone last night doing a con job with him, and I talked him out of $500 a piece Boots and Hearts tickets and talked him into $25 100-level Buffalo Bills tickets for tomorrow. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> is he going Is he going with friends? I told him to take four people. Oh, <laughs> it was well, still saving that, money. For that price? Yeah. yeah. Why, why the heck not? Are you driving them, or are they driving themselves? Oh, no, they'll drive themselves. Oh, okay, they'll probably tailgate okay. and probably get arrested in western New York. Oh, great. If you're in the Kitchener area this weekend... Blues Festival is on. 
Last night, the Spin Doctors performed. Tonight, I, Mother Earth is performing. Men Without Hats and a Flock of Seagulls are all part of, of what's happening Sorry. live. That's so great. I feel like they could use the same poster every year. Haven't they played that one before? I think so, yeah. Like all of them have been there before. That's great, though. That's a fun, that's a good vibe, man, this time of year. There just is. Like going into festivals like that, everyone's just usually, I mean, for the most part, everyone's in a good mood. They're just there to have some fun, have some good food and drinks and have a laugh. It's good. There's also a number of rib fests happening this weekend. Cambridge, mm-hmm. Brantford, and the list goes on. Uh, okay, Kat. So there's a lot of things to get to in this episode of After 9. We're going to start off with some lottery news. Does that work for you? Lottery news is good. Yeah, bring it on. But in a few minutes, I'm going to tell you about a husband that has got a true dilemma in his relationship. So stick around for that. Uh, a woman from Guelph has been announced the winner of the Princess Margaret Cottage Lottery 50-50 draw. <gasps> I am so jealous. How many times have you bought a ticket for the uh, Princess yeah. Margaret home yep. lottery, cottage lottery, any of them? Yeah, I've done the calendar thing. I've done everything. Mind you, this year I didn't. I, I opted for something else this year, but congrats to her. That's incredible. So it's a 50-50 draw, meaning they take all the total, half of it goes to the cause, and the other half goes to the people who bought tickets and mm-hmm. the winner. She gets $2,634,350. Woke up to $2.6 million. Holy moly. Grand prize, though, is a $2.8 million Kawartha Lakefront Cottage and $100,000 in cash. What a great lottery. That's incredible. You feel good. You, You win money. Potentially. So this woman from Guelph, do we know much about her or is it it's not one of those things where they're going to publicize too much, de- too many details? All they said was Janice Best is oh, the winner. Good for you, Janice. Good on you. Now, another type of lottery story. Do you remember last month when OLG was trying to find the winner of that 70 million dollar ticket that was about to expire? Yes. They've now officially expired mm-hmm. the ticket. They waited an extra month for somebody to come forward. Apparently, hundreds of people tried to claim that that was their ticket. They phoned OLG and they, they took a shot. I bought it at I don't know, Circle K at McCowan and Lawrence and it was at 2 p.m. on a Wednesday. If you were right, you probably would have got $70 million. But this person must have been way wrong because a 33-year-old woman from North Bay has been arrested and charged with fraud oh, for trying no. to claim that was her ticket. She you, must have really you, screwed up for them to call the cops. You know, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't fraudulently claim that you won something you didn't, right? Yeah, I agree with you. Don't fraudulently claim you won something you didn't. But I understand why. I mean, OLG, the way they presented it to people at the end of June was very simple. You don't have to have the ticket. All you got to do is tell us where you bought it and when and what else you bought in that purchase. Because they've got the receipt. That seemed fairly reasonable to me. It was almost like a guessing game at that point. Like, no, I didn't buy a ticket. But if I can just happen to pick the exact right spot, I'm going to win $70 million. I kind of don't blame her for trying, but she clearly did something wrong. Something else happened. That's right, because how many people did claim? Like, of course, they had a ton of people claiming that they were the person. So this woman obviously went above and beyond. The Canadian government is advising people not to travel to Maui. Oh, what? Oh, Maui. What? Why? No, I'm just kidding. It's it's so bad there. It's so bad. I, f- I feel so bad. Did you see what Floyd Mayweather Jr. did? No. He flew out almost 70 families from Maui to Honolulu, bought them food, clothing, basically said, anything else you need, just tell me and put it on my tab, essentially. 
That's incredible. Hotel, like they're all they're all accommodate all the accommodations needed for these families that live there. Why did he do that? Do you know? Does he have a connection to Hawaii or does he just like people? It could just be that he wanted to do something nice and he felt bad. I don't know if he has a place there. Oprah does. I mean, she's probably has like 15 places, but one of her homes is in Maui. So she showed up to a shelter. They said in Hawaii, so I don't know exactly where in Hawaii it was, but she showed up to a shelter and just said, what do you need? I'll give you anything you need. And then just left. Apparently it was like, okay, we'll be back with all my team. We'll be back with all of that. Like, could you imagine the power? That's amazing. Just stroll in and be like, what do you guys need? Anything? Yep. This, that, that. Okay. How much? It'll cost 10 million. Great. Okay. Put that on my chair. Go ahead. Buy all that stuff that they said. Give them that. Go on. As of right now, the death toll is 55 people and 270 structures have been burnt to the ground. Um, Mick Fleetwood there. If anyone's familiar with Fleetwood Mac at a restaurant there. Really? Had. Hat. Oh, it's gone too? Yeah. It was right there. Yeah. So I don't really understand how this fire started. Initially, we'd heard there was a hurricane that was going by and Mm -hmm. it didn't actually hit Maui. It just went by. But maybe a lightning strike and high winds is what caused this. Mm -hmm. But now I'm starting to see a couple videos popping up, surveillance video of what looks like an explosion. So I think we've got a lot more to figure out there because I think a lot of people were quick to say this is climate change and I don't know that that's necessarily what happened here. They are investigating it though, right? I mean, that's what they will be doing. They have to. Yeah. Can I tell you, I get that it's beautiful. I have zero desire to go to Hawaii. What? People say, oh, I want to go to Hawaii. Oh my God, I'm one of those people. I'm that person. I would love, I definitely, Hawaii's on my list. It's too far. It is... (laughs) It is an <laughs> oh active God. volcano. I don't know why that's a vacation well, it opportunity where to you some. are. Not every island has an active volcano, do they? And clearly it's fucking dangerous. One fire breaks out and people are diving into the ocean oh, to get cover. Oh, come on. But I mean, this is the sort of thing that happens it's when an you're island. on an yes, island. Yes, it's an island, of course. It does look beautiful, though. I would totally go. Okay. Covered a couple of things there. Let me get to a story that caught my eye yesterday. And it's about a husband who talked on Reddit. We didn't do this one on the radio show because it's a little sad. Mm -hmm. It's about a dying woman. But I'd love to hear your take on this. So here's what it is. The man says his wife is battling a terminal medical condition. She's they estimate she's got about nine months to live. The two who have been together for almost a decade are undergoing one of the toughest phases of their relationship. The husband is trying to fulfill her dying wishes. The wife sat down with her husband to explain her, and I'm going to call it brutal, final wish. She wants to sleep with her no, ex I was waiting for it. one last time. What? Quote from the Reddit thread. She thinks her most physically compatible and satisfying lover was him. She gave a whole monologue about how sex sometimes is just physical and how emotionally fulfilling sex is with me. The guy can't seem to bring himself to terms with denying his dying wife's wish for the sake of his ego, nor is he on board with the idea of letting this woman sleep with her ex. He says, I feel like I'm put in a position where I have to say yes because she's dying. The man said he's utterly hurt to be in this predicament. Yeah. He says, I'm so hurt that sex with an ex was apparently so good. She needs to do it one more time before she dies. I just hate everything about this. I would appreciate any feedback you have. <laughs> I have so many thoughts. So, right? For, so first do I. of all, where's the ex? 
So I, is the ex still in her life? It doesn't say say that, does it? Doesn't seem like <laughs> it. I, I think this would be one of those. It'd be a booty call. Hey. She'd be like, "Hey, my husband's okay with it. I'm dying. I just need you to do me one more time." Is it going? Here's my second question. Let's say this is legit. Is it still going to be as good as she remembers? It's quite possible that husband there, if he says fine, might end up being like, "Uh huh, yeah," because shit changes. 10 years, it's been, okay, at least 10 years because these two have been together 10 years. Like, imagine she remembers it at something, but now he's like, oh, my knee, <laughs> all my back fucking popped out. Well, I, can't, I can't do it that way anymore. Oh, uh, nope, no can do there. My shoulder comes out of the socket yeah. when I do that. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's going to be as good as she remembers. Sometimes really things in the memory should just stay in the memory. Mm. I would suggest that, if she was my friend, I would suggest that to her. I would say, look, it's sad. But this is a man that loves you. That should be worth so much more than that. It's probably not going to be that good. And then you're just going to feel like shit for the rest of your nine months of life. You're just going to feel like an asshole. Okay. How do you have that conversation? Like when you find out you're dying, do you, obviously I've never heard that from a doctor. When you find out you're dying though, do you honestly just lose all regard for the people in your life and make it all about you? Because it sounds like that's what she's doing. If she actually sat down, looked her husband of 10 years mm-hmm. in the eye and said, and, and his whole goal now is to fulfill her dying wishes. Even if that is a wish, do you actually say that out loud? Because I feel like that was so fucking rude. Do you want me to put my psychology hat on for a second? Give her. Because a lot of that type of thing can be mental. When people find those things out, only those people who have ever had those conversations before or have found out, you know, they have cancer. They have um, whatever it might be, something potentially, even if it's potentially terminal, people can change. People's mind change. They sometimes let go of relationships. They stop talking to people. And sometimes it's, it's because they want to, they feel guilty that they're doing this to other people in their lives, their loved ones, especially. So instead of leaning into those relationships, they back out of those relationships because it makes them feel better that oh, this person doesn't like, okay, I'm going to make them not like me so that I don't give them such grief and pain when I die. A lot of it's a mental thing. And we've heard this happening before. There's been people who found things out and then they peace out on their families altogether and go. And it's a weird, it, it's a selfish act, but in their mind, they are thinking they're doing them a favor. Like, oh, I'll make you fucking hate me. And then you won't miss me when I die because they feel guilty. It's not in their control. She can't control the fact that she's got a terminal illness Maybe this is one of her ways of being like, I don't want him to miss me too much. I want to give him something to hate me for. Maybe this is it. Just one of the theories. Why aren't you a psychologist? Oh, thank you. you know what? <laughs> I ask, what the fuck? Where I, did that come I from? I ask myself that on a daily basis. It's one of the things I would have done. It's so much school work. It's so much school, though. I can't do it. Yeah, that's why I'm not a lawyer. Um, okay. <laughs> it's just too, <laughs> it's much, too much school. school this, all that learning. This radio podcasting media thing is just a little easier in that, in that way anyway. So you're suggesting that she intentionally told her husband she wants to bang her ex one more time in a way to help him move on once she's gone. Well, you see, you know, you see it even in people who are seniors, right? Seniors who are at the end of life. They are at the late stages of their life. And sometimes, and I'm, this is not the case for everybody. Some people are the exact opposite. But for some people, for them knowing that they're going to make so many people sad by being gone, they will actually start fights, start fights on purpose. This could be one of those ways 
that she can feel better about going and leaving him behind. Or maybe she's just a horny, the truth, a horny chick. The truth is, because there's lots of options here. She just wants her bell rung one more time. That ex is just a good lay. And, and she remembers it being that way. And she wants to relive her youth or something. And maybe that's all there is to it. It's quite possible. But I like to think there's a lot more layers here. So what does this guy do, though? Now he does seem like he's in an awkward position. And I got to hand it to him. I read that entire Reddit thread. And you could tell it came from the heart. He said, listen. I don't want to say no because of my own ego. What a selfless statement to make about your dying partner. It's not about me. She wants dying wishes, and it's my job to try and fulfill them for her. So that's amazing that he's coming at that from the right headspace. But he's still her husband. She's still his wife. Mm -hmm. She's still alive, and she will be for about nine more months. Yeah. I I, I don't think uh, if he said no, I I wouldn't blame him. Of course. No, I agree. I think that we can come up with a compromise because it seems like it with him. Just the tip? Well, no, 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 no. The compromise being X is out. I think we can come up with a compromise here in that. Just the tip. I was wondering in what that, kind of a compromise. No, I'll tell you. Like I'll tell you. Sex? I'll tell you. So it, from what we're reading here, he's contemplating it just because he feels for her. She's got nine months left to live. This is clearly a wish. Fine. It, he, she had this connection with him. But can we just at least set the, the X aside? Because that's, that's too much. Like, that's too much. Why doesn't he take her to go meet some escorts? And she can pick and choose. And maybe he would pay for that night that his wife could have with one of them. So that there's definitely no... Because she's saying there's no emotional connection. It's just all physical, right? right? That's her claim. Right. Let's prove that. Find some guy with a big dong, pay the money, and do him. If that's what you want. I mean, I don't know exactly what she means by, oh, it, w- it wouldn't be emotional. Sometimes it's just physical. Okay, there's probably a bunch of guys out there. There are professionals are doing this. So why don't you go find one? Let him help you find one. And then do that to probably make him feel better. Because in his mind, I don't think he's thinking it's not emotional. There's no way you're thinking, when because you, you're why are you just mentioning the ex? It'd be one thing if you were like, oh, I, I just want a wild night of crazy sex in every direction. Like, that's different than my ex. Why, why are you really, why do you really have to resort backwards? I mean, I, I always say it, never go backwards. What are you doing? Don't go backwards. I, if you want to try something different, maybe go over here instead. I just want to be clear that I understand what you're saying. You're suggesting he meets her halfway. He gets her laid by somebody yeah, other than him. If that's what she wants. But the ex in particular is persona non grata. Yeah, you don't but need anyone to, else, yeah. you can hire a hooker, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. offer some money to a porn star, like r- truly get her a good lay, but not with that guy. She's talking, she's saying it's, it's a physical thing, so maybe that's what she needs. Man, I'd love to know what people think right now that are listening to this, because I think, I think about 80% of the people are thinking, that makes a lot of sense. And probably about 20% of the people are thinking, no fucking way. <laughs> Shoot us a text, one 935 show Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's a couple of things in this podcast that are going to be a little outrageous like that one. Here's the next one. A woman is refusing to deal with her child's head lice because she's vegan. Oh, this is this is so fucked up. The woman's neighbor wrote in to the uh it was an a uh, column in a newspaper locally oh. explaining that her seven-year-old daughter is friends with the girl next door. Their family is vegan. That's fine. We respect their choice, she says. My problem is that recently, this otherwise delightful child was at our house and scratching furiously. I checked and discovered she was crawling with head lice. Oh my gosh. I went to explain it to her vegan mother, She told her she wasn't planning on doing anything about it because, and I quote, vegans do not kill living things. Oh, oh, man. Instead, I'll put my daughter in this agony of scratching her head and and potentially give a ton of other people lice because it's very easy to do that when one person has lice. Instead, I'll do that. That's such a shit thing. That's such a shit excuse. It's so dumb. Fix the problem. They're lice. They're not doing anything for you. We're not talking about a, a, a beehive outside your door. Like that I could get. You know what? You love the bees. That's fine. I, I could even buy that. Bees are important. It's lice. Stop it. Get over it. Am I wrong here? Well, vegans don't kill things. That's, oh, that's but, a, a, a lifelong you know, commitment I, to life. You know, I bet you if we went ahead and with this woman in particular who, who did this, if we went ahead and traced her steps, I guarantee you she's killed stuff. I guarantee you, maybe not intentionally, she's killed him. Okay. She stepped on she stepped on ants for sure. Come on, you've swatted shit for sure. There's no way. You know me. I know you. We're big on compromise. Let's bring everybody together with a solution that everybody can live with. Could she, as a vegan mom, or would this violate her oath to Lord Vegan or whatever it is? Could she say, okay, you know what? I'm a vegan. I am not killing those head lice, even though they're gross. And take her to like a hairdresser and let the hairdresser do it? Or is that still condoning the killing? I I don't know. If that was someone I knew, I'd probably be like, yeah, have your kid come over and I'll do it if I have to. They spread so fast. Lice are the worst. And you know what? If you're a parent, you got kids in school, if they haven't already, at some point, there's likely going to be a scenario where either they catch yeah. it or it was a close call because it was in their classroom. Uh, one of my kids had it when when they were younger. and oh, I, Sucks, eh? Oh, my God, cat. There has to be an easier way to get rid of head lice. I mean, whatever we're doing, there has to be an easier way. You can use the shampoos and the combs and all that sort of shit. It is an ongoing, relentless process till you make sure they are all dead. And then you got to wait and make sure you killed all the eggs, too. It's horrible. I, I haven't. I don't think this is wood. I haven't been through it yet. And I, that scares me. But I'm telling you, I'd kill them. I'll kill them. Oh, I believe no. you would kill them until they're dead. No yeah. fucking problem. <laughs> I believe that. No problem. That's just obnoxious, though. Like, to me, that's just obnoxious. Like, come on. You're, like, your kid's suffering at that point. Scratching their head. Like, what are you waiting for? Them all to die? 
Is that what she's waiting for? They're going to die anyway. You think they're going to live in her head for the rest of their life? Have a village? Have raised kids on there? Maybe get a house with a pool? Like, fuck off. They're going to eventually die. Just fucking kill them. And stop putting your kid through torture. <laughs> it's remarkable, right? Like, anybody can have kids. Anybody. anybody. And and uh, most people would would take on the, the natural cause. Hey, you got lice? Okay, let's get rid of the lice. Vegans? Apparently that's an iffy situation, and I don't understand why it's an iffy situation. Always kill the lice. I know it's not completely comparable, but it's like those people who have kids, but they don't want to, I don't know, vaccinate them with anything at all ever, and then they get really, really sick, and they're like, well, there's nothing we can do. (laughs) There was something that you could do that was proven, but that's fine. Let's go to Allentown, Pennsylvania for just a second. We told this story on air today. And it got some really, really good reaction, but I couldn't even say all the words I wanted to say. Now I can because it's the podcast. Allentown, Pennsylvania, woman texting with her friend. This woman had just gone through surgery on a hip and she was having mobility issues. She meant to text her friend. I think I just shit myself. (laughs) Man, she's probably having a rough time, right? Hip surgery, you're a little immobile and then you got to go and ugh. I think I just shit myself. But as you likely know, autocorrect doesn't like the word shit. It autocorrected to shot. Uh Uh-oh. So her friend gets a text message. I think I just shot myself. Well, the woman thought that this woman was now trying to take her own Um. life. So she phoned 911. Police responded to the call. And this is where it gets very unfortunate. She told them through her ring doorbell. She couldn't get to the door and didn't need any help. And she explained the autocorrect thing. I meant to say shit, not shot. Okay, so she explains herself. Cops were still worried, though, and they have an obligation to check when they're dispatched. So they had to kick the door down and drag her out of the house. Oh, no. They detained her for 13 (gasps) hours to make sure she wasn't a threat to her own safety. All because autocorrect, autocorrected shit to shot. Why didn't her friend just text her? Right. Or that, call her, sorry, I mean, when she got that text. Great question. At least try that. Hey, did you like mean that shot yourself? Yeah. No. Did that, did that thought not cross your mind? Apparently, it never crossed her mind. Interesting. Just phone the police right away. She's obviously suicidal. Uh, while we're in the States, God bless America, by the way. Missouri. This is a prime example of doing something stupid to draw attention to the fact mm-hmm. That you've done something illegal. We love those. Sheriff has told the story on Facebook in uh, Clay County, Missouri. About when they pulled a vehicle over recently. The vehicle was rolling around with a custom license plate. That said, we high. Oh. Oh, no. Well, if you're driving around with a license plate that indicates you may be high on drugs. That's obviously something the police might be interested in knowing. Don't even tell me. They pulled the vehicle over. (sighs) Officers stopped the car. Doors open. Everybody in the car fled. Now, they were all caught and arrested. They're Uh still doing toxicology investigations, but all indications are they were driving around high with a license plate that actually advertised that they're driving high. What? First of all, they're so particular with license plates. I know here in Ontario they are. They're so particular with license plates. I don't know if you'd be able to do that or not. Yeah, I think Service Ontario would flag that I one. think so too, because anything to do with drugs, alcohol, sex, um, you name it, they'll they'll say no automatically. It's banned. So first of all, the fact that they got away with that is impressive. 
Unless it was spelled a different way. No, it was we, H-I-G-H, <laughs> we high. What the, well, then that's so stupid. It's totally that's stupid. That's so stupid. You are an idiot. Let me ask you a quick question about that. It seems like more and more people are telling me lately that they don't mind driving high. Actually really? claiming that they're a better driver and Dude. more focused when they're on the cannabis. Tale as old as time. I heard that in high school from people I went to high school with. But where that, does that come from? Like people don't understand that impaired is impaired. I like don't even know. if you're even slightly altered from your normal state, yeah. you're impaired. I don't know where that comes from, but I'm telling you, I heard it since I was old enough to drive from friends. Well, not really friends of mine, but they'd claim, oh, yeah, I focus better. I'm a better driver. Do they actually believe that? Yeah, though? they they believe it. How could I, it can't be true? It's not true though. <laughs> we know that. Yeah, there's people who do absolutely believe that. Yep. All right. Well, for what it's worth, if you're getting high this weekend, please just do us a favor and and don't drive because we drive too, and I got places to go this Honestly, weekend. Yeah. And it really doesn't make you a better driver. And Maybe you're more aware of how you're feeling, but it doesn't make you a better driver. And go ahead and look up what happened to those who were caught driving it's, high. Go ahead and look that up. Same punishment as drinking alcohol, yeah, right? Go, go look at it. Do you like your car? <laughs> do you? Do you like your life? Do you like having a job? Ask yourself those questions before you do it. We're not even done this year, but Canada's Wonderland has already announced their new attraction for next year. Okay, let's hear it. I should mention quickly, if you're one of the people who listens to After 9 from over in Europe, if you're one of our American listeners, uh, Cedar Fair, same company that does a lot of the big amusement parks in the States, has got an amusement park here in Canada. It's called Canada's Wonderland. It's like a few minutes north of Toronto. Fun place. Highly recommended still. After all these years, I, I went there this year after years of n not going just because I had little babies. I wasn't going to take them at that point. Then COVID and all that junk. We all understand. And still a really great place to go. In the Splash Zone area, new next year is going to be Moosehorn Falls. <laughs> So Canadian. We have to come up with the most Canadian one. Moosehorn Falls. Get okay, out of here. Okay, fine. They call it a wild ride down a rushing river with twists and turns in rafts carrying up to six people on them. So here's Oh, fun. Here's the description. Everybody's sitting on this raft. It's going to culminate in a climb 13 meters, 42 feet. Okay, so they take you up on the raft. Yep. Got it. I'm, I'm picturing it. After you've gone through the, the the current and stuff like Got that. Got it. You've All gone right. through the rapids. It's going to take you up this 42-foot wall where you will crest the apex and experience- <laughs> Hang on, I have to Google that. Crest the apex. <laughs> where you will experience a brief moment of weightlessness before you plummet back down in reverse backwards. Backwards? Yeah. Backwards? So it's going to take you up, and then you're going to, like, <laughs> basically free fall for a second. You might even come out of the raft, but you'll land back down in it as it goes back down. That's the weightlessness part of it. Okay. How do you know you're not going to, like, just fall off the thing? Oh, people Completely. probably will. Yeah, yeah. And some like, asshole's going to be on there with a cell phone. I dropped my phone. Can I yeah, go down and get it? Yeah, you no, dummy. You no. shouldn't have brought it on the ride in the first place. Yeah. They say we're excited to provide attractions our guests can enjoy together, and Moosehorn Falls will be the perfect water park adventure for families and friends, All right. according to the general manager at Canada's Wonderland. That's fine. The Tundra twi Twister is insane, by the way. I did not go on it. I, I just stood under it, and I went, nope, <laughs> nope. They've got some great rides there, though. They added Behemoth in 20, uh, 2008, Leviathan okay. in 2012, Yukon Striker in 2019, and then this year, Tundra Twister and Snoopy's Racing Railway Adventure 
another new ride next year. I'm just wondering if they're going to keep it there. I hear so many rumors about them moving it to like Niagara Falls or something like that. I don't see it happening, Scott. But Kat, we need places to build. And if it's not going to be on the green belt, it's got to be at Wonderland. <laughs> where else are we going to put all the condos? Oh, it's perfect. I think it's great the where it is. I love that spot because if I'm coming back from Muskoka, I automatically know I'm like part way home. Like I know I, you could see the, is it the behemoth that's bigger? Which one's the one that's, Leviathan's the biggest one, yes. right? Yep. As soon as I see the Leviathan from afar, I'm like, ah, I'm almost home. See, we're so different now because anytime I can get close enough that I can see the tip of Leviathan or something like that, I realize, oh, we're almost in Woodbridge. I should stop and grab an espresso. <laughs> and then I pop yeah. in and grab an espresso. Sure. A couple hundred grams of Capicola and I'm yeah, on my way. That's usually my stop spot. I did that last time. Vaughn Mills, here we come. <laughs> Uh, in case you're wondering, Dave was not on this episode of After 9, and he never has a good excuse, but this one is at least passable. He's doing something kind of fun this weekend. I'm kind of impressed. I mean, I, I'm trying to think if I love a band or love anything as much as Dave Blizzard loves Metallica. He's such a fan. He's such a huge fan of Metallica, and he's going to not one but two shows this weekend. But I think it's pretty cool what they're doing. It's a no-repeat back-to-back-ish concert. It's Friday, Sunday, right? Yes. So they take a day in the middle, but he's going to go to the show Friday night, enjoy Metallica, and then it's going to be all an all-new set on Sunday night. Yeah, they will not play any of the same songs on Sunday that they played on Friday. So, for example, I mean, if you're a huge fan of, I don't know, Unforgiven or Enter Sandman or something like that, if they play it on Friday, you know they're not playing it on Sunday. Yeah. If they didn't play it on Friday, you might see it on Sunday, but there will not be the same song played twice between those two shows. And the second impressive part of this whole thing is that Dave's seen them now, after Sunday, 16 times live. Isn't that wild? I've only seen an artist like twice live, ever. Like, I've, I I don't know how many repeats I'd ever even do. So again, that's how hardcore of a fan Dave is. I'm impressed by that. And as you mentioned, mentioned Enter Sandman, great song. Fucking great song still. Is that what they end on every time? I'd love to hear from him. And next time we have him in, maybe we'll we'll ask him about that. Like, what do they usually end on? Okay, so rock fans. And I got to be careful here because if we get fired, we may end up on a rock station. <laughs> if Dave hears this, <laughs> we this is probably going to be our last podcast ever. As, as I understand it, uh -huh. if you're a rock fan or if you're a Metallica fan... Enter Sandman is kind of like, been there, done that. It's so overdone or like overplayed or something, yeah. right? Is that it? Yeah, they like like the cool shit, like track 17 on this album, right. that sort of stuff. Because us nor normies know what Enter Sandman is. Right. So it's not cool anymore. Right. Got it. Yeah. Like if you go to a, an ACDC concert, for example, they're only going to play Thunderstruck once. The rest of the concert, you might not like it. Right. So, because the rest of it is very ACDC. But it's all going to sound the same because it's ACDC. Well, this is true, <laughs> they too. They do sound the same. I love ACDC, but they all sound the freaking same. Dave is going to, I hope, be back on Monday or Tuesday. We'll get him on a pod next week. Uh, our radio show continues next week, Monday to Friday. Mm -hmm. No vacation time next week, I don't think. But I, I am working on something. You're People, working on something, huh? I am. So... I might not be here next Friday. Okay. Remember when I forgot my anniversary? Yeah. Why are you using air quotes? You forgot your anniversary. You don't have to use air quotes. Because when this plan <laughs> comes together, it will no longer be a forgot. It will be a saved the best for a specific date. Okay. And, okay. And that date might be this week. You know what? I'm, I'm into that. I hope it works out for you. Are you, you're working on it, you said, so you haven't solidified anything. Not only am I working on it, Chelsea and Promo's working <laughs> on it. 
love how we all have to get involved when Scott screws up his personal life. We're, it's all hands on deck. All hands woo, on deck. Woo. Oh, shit. He's going to fuck this one up. Everybody jump in and help. Everybody jump in and help. Did you need my help with anything? You Maybe. Let me, know, let me know next week? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay, cool. I might need you to tag somebody on TikTok. <laughs> if you need me to do anything, I could read her a poem, in the, the love poem in the TikTok voice. She'd oh. hate it. She'd oh. hate it. It'd that, be great. How great an anniversary present would that be? <laughs> look, look, I got you, uh, what are those videos called that you do? What are those ones? The the videos that you can custom order from celebrities. Oh, cameo. Cameo. Yeah. I got you a cameo from Cat. <laughs> Cost me a lot of money. <laughs> Talk about ways to not impress your girlfriend. Uh, thanks. Uh, so I will tell you guys what I'm planning. Okay. Once all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed, I will tell you guys next week how I'm going to make up for, not just for getting my anniversary, but for dragging this out now two weeks. I could have just the next day showed up with a bouquet of flowers yeah. and said, sorry, here yeah. you go. But I had to make it epic. You could have, by the way. I could have. I know. That she said have, I could have. You would have been off the hook. Know, like a bouquet shit. of flowers and maybe, I don't know, a, a nice promise of uh, a nice time at some point. She's not really taking it well. I was joking yesterday because I guess they released a new line of Buffalo Bills uh, merch. And they released the, let me see what it's called here. The Vera Bradley connection or collection. And, and it was an RFID small stadium crossbody purse with the Bills logo oh. on So I said to her, Oh, Scott, what are you doing? Honey, look, the perfect belated anniversary gift does exist. She wrote back and said, Yeah, I think it's out of stock. It's too bad. Uh, <laughs> it also doesn't belong on the chemical table of elements like silver or gold does. So, Oh, there you go. Nice hint. Yeah. I love that she threw out a little hint there. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. What I've got in mind will also not be on the periodic table of okay. elements, but it will be on the Scott table of fucking cool. Okay. So there you oh, go. I, I can't wait to hear all about it next week. Love you guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Bye.